Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Goosenov Show. Um, one thing I've I've noticed, and I don't really don't understand it, <clears throat> but on Instagram, uh, I think once you get to like ten thousand plus followers or something like that, what I've noticed is that there's basically a constant stream of maybe like five to 30 people who are unfollowing you at, at all times, like every day, five to 30 people decide, oh, you know what, let me, do, let me unfollow this, this dude. And then like, I don't know, it's, it's even higher on once you get like do a hundred thousand plus, like a hundred thousand, I think like a hundred people unfollow every day or more. But I, I don't know. That's just a very, it's, it seems very bizarre to me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure why that is. Um, I think, I mean, maybe, well, I don't know. I I just don't understand that at all. It's like, it's like, um, I don't know. You choose to follow somebody because, well, my, my, hmm. it's just because I, I, it's not that often that I just decide to unfollow somebody. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what would really motivate someone. And plus, it doesn't matter really what you post either. Like, you could post something funny, you could post something non-political, you can post just some, you know, you can post nothing. Um, and then just people, people will unfollow you. Uh, I don't know, I don't know. DM me on Goosenob if you kind of, if you have an understanding or an idea of why that is. Yeah, anyway. Hey guys, okay. I think this is an important idea. Essentially, I think that consumerism is an extremely harmful ideology that is putting humanity in a, I think, to an extreme disadvantage and is really holding us back right now. And I think, I think that it is, it is like a huge, uh, how would you say, damper or some sort of, you know, like a, it's blocking our full achievement that we could achieve, that we could reach right now. What I mean by consumerism, cyclic consumerism, is taking products that don't have to be consumer products and then turning them into that. For example, your your personal laptop or a car or some sort of household object. Instead of making it instead of making things that are like a little more expensive but extremely robust, you know, something that you could pass down from generation to generation. We are obsessed with continuously, you know, we need to buy the next new thing, the next new gadget. We need to buy this and that. We need to buy the next this and the next that. Our culture is extremely wasteful because instead of, let's say, repairing something or instead of, you know, putting putting a little more effort into, you know, just keeping something around, we, we find it a lot easier just to buy something new. You know, oh, let's buy another one. Let's buy another one. Let's buy another one. And instead of, you know, let's say you have a structure. And, and here's the thing with engineering, especially I, I think in electronics too, like um, there's two components, there's, you know, the hardware and the software. There's the, uh, or, or maybe in a more general sense, you know, there's a structure around something and then there's maybe the internal mechanisms and the gears and all that stuff. Structures, 
those take a, like a long time to break and decay and whatever. And they're extreme. They can be ultra sturdy. They can be like basically, you know, almost unbreakable mechanisms, gears, you know, electronics, breadboards, stuff like that. Those are a little more fragile, you know, and those can break. But the way that we have things set up is that instead of just, you know, maybe fixing one faulty part of a system, you throw the entire system out, you throw the guts of the of the mechanism out, and then you also throw the structure out. Instead, why don't we just make it so that our structures are extremely, you know, robust? And then if a part, if, if an internal part breaks, why don't we just replace that internal part, you know? Why don't we make computers that last, like, 50 years? And, and if, you know, if a new graphics card comes out or if a new this comes out or that comes out, you know, then you just, I don't know, replace that part, um, especially with laptops why don't we have just like super robust laptops that uh you know you can just replace the parts and upgrade as you go along i mean everything where where the direction that everything is going is 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 the opposite of that you know instead of you know well anyway you you know you know where that's going but my point is that think about how much waste how much waste, how much, how much we're wasting when we're doing that. Now, if you look into the economics of machinery, I guess a, a counter argument to this would be like, okay, you know, if you, if you spend a lot of money on, on the tooling for a machine, you know, like, like a, let's say a cast mold or something like that, you know, it costs like a hundred thousand dollars to, to make the tool. But then, you know, once you make like a thousand products, right, then the products are the, the machine basically pays for itself and the um and making new products is is cheaper i guess um and i guess that could be a you know a, a reason why we're 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 doing this more you know we're we we find it easier to just replace stuff because we already have the tooling and the machines but but still i'd say that 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 you're still you know, mining raw minerals, you're still shoving it into the machine, you're still directing a huge amount of resources, um, manpower, uh, uh, thinking, you know, you know, intelligence into making things that don't need to be made, or, or much fewer, you know, much fewer things nowadays need to be made. And I, I'd say we're probably spending billions of dollars on things that, that, that realistically, if we just decided to be a little more, um, how would you say it, you know, frugal with, with where we spend our money and our, and our labor and our capital, we wouldn't have to say, we wouldn't have to make this stuff, you know? Um, so, so, so that, that's, that's my point one. We're, we're spending money on things that don't, doesn't need, that we don't need to spend money on. And point two, I would say that since we're wasting all this money, or, or, or my, my, I guess the second point would be, why do we do that? I think one of the reasons I brought up already, you know, machining costs and tooling costs, you know, it, it, machines end up paying for themselves after, after you make, if you make a lot of them, right? So, sure, why not make a lot of them? But... The other point is, um, 
it's also very profitable, right? How do you make a lot of money? If, if I can sell, you know, like, a, let's say 100, 100 backpacks um, that will break, you know, in a few years and then I'll have repeat customers, you know, or if I can sell 10 backpacks for like more money but won't break, the, the, the selling 100 backpacks is going to be a lot more profitable. But in doing so, you're, you're wasting consumers' money. You know, if you think about the, the, the market as like a, some sort of supercomputer, right? Each person in the, in the supercomputer is, you know, voting with the decision. And the, the decision is, you know, affecting the outcome of what, what the computer is going to decide to do. And I would say that, that having this, you know, this maybe glitch in the system where it's profitable to kind of waste resources, I would say that it's, it's, it, you're creating a ma- major inefficiency within the system that, that is going to make the entire system a lot less efficient. And I'd say another way, another kind of similar thing to to this would be like uh, monetary policy and inflation, right? With uh, inflationary monetary policy that is seeks to increase the GDP, and I'm assuming you guys know economics, but with that policy, right, in the short term, you can create, you know, by expanding the money supply, you know, decreasing interest rates or printing more money or whatever, you can increase the amount of, you know, you can, you can temporarily increase the, the, the wealth of a nation, right? And this is what happened in COVID. But, but what happens when you increase the money supply is inflation increases. And what happens with inflation is you're not just create, printing money out of thin air and creating value. What you're doing is you're, you're stealing from people through inflation. So, so you have a dollar in your wallet, you know, or a hundred dollars in your wallet. Now, with inflation, that $100 is $90. And, and no one stole from you, right? No one took anything from you. But on the whole, <laughs> through this ghost of, of, of like economics, they stole from you without even touching your money. And, 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 and this is kind of one way that, that, you know, a glitch within this, this, this market system that we have that, that is making the, 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 you know, the supercomputer that, that is deciding where humanity spends its resources, where we put our efforts, it's, 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 it's making it much more inefficient because of, you know, this, this thing that we think is a little loophole and a trick, but is actually extremely harmful to us. And I'd say consumerism is a similar thing. You know, it's a similar flawed approach to, is, is a similar flawed approach it's a flawed approach that is similar to um monetary policy you know it's making people some people rich nowadays it's making a lot of people rich nowadays but the problem is i think that everyone's doing it everyone's kind of has a consumerist mindset in terms of their approach to business and and in doing so like we're wasting an incredible amount of money and 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 one one i guess one thing i'd kind of point out here is like i mean just look at how many how much plastic crap is out there you know go in any 99 cent store i guess and 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 just look at all these like you know 
um, uh, injection mold, plastic, you know, like terrible things. Look at how much packaging we use. Um, look at, look at how, uh, you know, you know, how, 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 how fragile all of our products are, how, um, you know, you know, things are not built to last. And, and also the, th- the things that, things that should not be built to last are like, let's say plastic bottles, right? Plastic is going to take thousands of years to decay. And, uh, it, it's, it's, it's actually not that easy to recycle from my understanding. So, I mean, most of it is going to go into a landfill and, and, you know, we're using plastic in everything and everything, you know, you know, uh, bags and bottles and, and packaging and all this stuff, you know, and why are we using plastic? Why don't we just, why don't we use stuff that's reusable? So, so, okay. I've done a lot of complaining. Let's get into the solution here. Let's get into what we're kind of missing. I think that there, there's two approaches. There's a consumerist approach that I talked about, and then there's a you know, an extremely restrained, maybe voluntary poverty. And we'd consider it poverty today from our living standards or how kind of we, we maybe not living standards, but how we approach things, you know, we, we see wealth as like the ability to like, you know, we're going to buy, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy that. It's, it's like, how many things can you buy? And that's kind of wealth. And, and if someone can't really buy a lot of stuff, we'd consider them not wealthy. So that's why I'd call it voluntary poverty. We should make it so that it's normalized to not buy things and only buy like, you know, one thing that you need and then really never buy it again. You know, I'm going to buy one backpack or two backpacks, you know, if I need one for the gym and one for that, but then that's it. And the backpacks will work, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll work and they'll probably never fall apart. And then if they, you know, if I get a little rip, I can sew it up back together. And then, you know, years from now, years from now, let's say I don't need the backpack anymore. I can give it to my son or something and then he can use it. And then, then after my son is done using it, he can give it to his son and so on and so forth. You know, we should make things, we should make products that don't need to be remade, that can be simply repaired and, um, and can be, you know, passed along. And I'd say for most of human history, this is how we operate it. We operate it on, you know, heirlooms and, and, and things that, that, are, that last, are built to last. And there's no reason why we, 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 we should abandon that. I'd say that, that, that right now the conditioning... Of, of the modern human mind is to think that we need to be in a constant cycle of buying and buying and buying and buying new things, you know, and it's conditioned into us from, from, from a very young age. We were conditioned to buy, you know, buy, buy toys all the time. It's like, Oh, buy the next, this toy and that toy and that toy. Oh, Hey, have you bought this toy? And have you bought that toy? And you know, I mean, just look at, look at a, look at, look at a, look at a, uh, 
look at the toy aisle in Target, right? It's just rows and rows and rows of, of consumable things you buy, cheap plastic. And I think that that in the modern day is kind of conditioned us into thinking that, you know, you know what? Buying is a pleasurable, fun thing. Getting new things and getting more and more and more is good. And then, you know, today we're bombarded with advertisements. We're bombarded with bombarded with, you know, Amazon telling you, buy this new thing, buy that new thing, buy that and buy this and buy that. And, and so, so I think the the problem is everyone thinks that, you know, associate associates kind of consuming things with, with pleasure, you know, and that's a huge problem, I think, because we're spending money that does not need to be spent like let me just go back on what i ex- just explained to you i i explained that you can create or, or there's a syst- there's an alternative system where you don't need to constantly manufacture the same thing over and over and over again you know you can manufacture much less and you can have people responsibly upkeeping what they have you know you don't need to just make something that'll break you can make something that's extremely robust and you'll probably never need to replace. Or if it does break, you know, you can replace a small part of it and it'll keep working. So that's the alternative. But instead, and, 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 but instead what we're doing is we have consumerism where we're wasting billions of dollars. If we just have a different mindset, as a as you know, a, as a, as a, as the masses, right? Then we'd be saving billions upon billions upon billions of dollars. And, and one other thing I want to I want to put into this: this isn't just some sort of you know like small little kind of you know this isn't like some sort of small attribute of this of this system i think this is the entire system our entire system the 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 purpose the forsake of which as in an aristotelian the way for for like how aristotle would put it the, the the purpose of our economy is to consume is to create consumer products and to create more and more and more of these you know products so people will buy and use up and I think that that's a really flawed approach. I think we, we I think we need to have larger um, goals. Now, I think one kind of alternate larger goal is that's that's popping up. You know, social justice. That's that's one thing that's going up. You know, um, and I think a lot of economics economic power is going into that. I and mean, didn't Nike? you know, give a billion dollars or something to Black Lives Matter or something like that. I don't know. That, that's, that's, that's one thing, you know. Another thing that's where people are putting, you know, billions if not trillions of dollars into is uh, climate change, right? So, so, and so the, these are kind of alternative, you know, purpose, purposes of our economy that are kind of popping up right now. But so, so I'd say, you know, like social justice climate change stuff, you know, ideological stuff, but also consumerism. These are kind of things that are motivating us and directing us in in certain directions. What I'm saying 
is instead of, you know, focusing on, on consuming and, and having our businesses, you know, be motivated by how do we just make more and more and more stuff, right? How about we, 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 we shelve that and we have bigger, loftier goals, you know, like, let's say our goal is we need to get, we need to create a moon colony or something like that, or we need to get off of earth, or we need to ensure that, um, our species can survive a cataclysm, right? What if we started putting our money into, into that instead of, you know, building knickknacks and wasting our money on, you know, stupid stuff. Why don't we put, you know, have, have our companies, you know, instead of making something that costs is really cheap, but, and will break, have we put a little bit more money into stuff and have something that'll last? And I would say that if, if we start doing that as a, as a society, sure, maybe in the short term, we won't make a lot of money, you know, or as much, you know, we won't have the explosive profits, but let's say everyone starts doing this or more people start doing this then think about how much more free money is going to be floating around. Like, I'd say that people will be, like, richer as on the whole. And may, or maybe the buying power of a dollar will, will increase or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the economics. I only have a basic high school understanding of this stuff. But, um... And, and hell, may, this, this isn't, really isn't even a, a full, you know explanation of how to fix this but but my point is that i think that it is a major problem because we're we're wasting a ton of our resources on things that in in terms of the engineering don't need to really be there you know they don't need to exist in the way that they do um and i don't know i I think that i also think that the way that a lot of things are designed aren't designed by engineers or and 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 the engineers that do design stuff they don't have a, a set of 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 how would you say it? Uh, they don't have a set of guiding engineering principles that, that, that inform what they, you know, how they build things. They just build things according to, oh, I'm just going to put something together. And they're, they're, most engineers are stupid when it comes to this stuff. They, like, like for example, I have a, I've developed over the course of the last four, four to five years kind of a, a, a set of engineering design principles that I'd like to stick to, you know, like number one, it's probably, I want to minimize, if not eliminate the use of plastic in my engineering concepts. I want to maximize the robustness of, of the technology that I create, right? I don't want to make something that all just fall apart. Um, I want to, yeah. And, and, and in doing so maximize the use of, you know, really strong, stable materials, I also want to ensure that the materials that I do use are non-hazardous to, to uh, people, you know, in terms of either toxicity or xenoestrogenic effects or, you know, endocrine disruptors or things like that. Like plastic is that, right? So I'd say using something that's not something like that. Um, and the other principle is, I would say, uh, you know, function is is the most important thing and i'd say that if you think that 
your 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 flawed conception of form your flawed conception of form is always not going to actually be a good form it will not be aesthetic i think that having a good function will in in and of itself necessarily be extremely aesthetic and i think that if you if you think that you can kind of circumvent that and say oh you know what i'm going to make th- this fancy now i'm going to make it a super fancy little thing it's you know you might think it looks nice but it's actually it's actually going to be really it's actually not going to look nice and it's actually going to fail at everything that you're trying to do um i mean for example uh i don't know like like for example like like let's say a mac computer um I mean, sure, I guess, oh yeah, it looks, it looks sleek and whatever, and oh, it looks nice, you know, they probably, they, the designers spend like, you know, probably spent billions of dollars on that, right, but like, I mean, 100, 200, 300 years from now, I don't know, I don't know if, I don't know if people really think that it's all that nice or whatever, and, and just to think, my point is that, like, just, these computers they're 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 there's a lot of like really they're not robust at all they're they have a lot of problems with them you know for example the uh the trackpad and a lot of them suck um and they try and cram in all these oh nice little goody two-shoes features you know but it makes the 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 actual frame and structure extremely weak and i don't know it's i mean sure great you created something that looks like something you know but who who cares? It's not it's not like a robust thing. It's not so not it's not something that is uh, you know, the, the function that you're you're sacrificing function for your your flawed conception of form. Um, and, and I guess a, a better way to put it is, prioritizing form means that you you think that the, some that that this engineering solution will look a certain way. And you will sacrifice the, 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 one of the better ways to design something in favor of your flawed conception of the engineering behind something. You know, like I could, I could think that a, a car should have giant wings or, you know, I, th- I think a, a, a really nice looking car has like a, uh, has like a giant, you know, fan in the front, you know. And, and everyone might think, oh, yeah, you know what, that, that's a car that looks really great. And I build it, and I don't care about the engineering, you know. And then when I drive it around, you know, the drag makes it so that it's, it's like it burns like <laughs> you burn five gallons per mile, right? Um, so, so, so my point is that, well, and then, then, and then let's say I just say, okay, what's the best way to, you know, what's, what's the best engineering behind a, a car? How, how would it? You know, what would be the, the optimal way to design this? And then if I, you know, I just design it like that, I'd say that whatever comes from that will actually look pretty nice. And anyway, so, so, so I mean, focusing on form or whatever is stupid because, I mean, it's, it's, it's similar to a person blaming their bad art on the fact that they don't have the right paintbrush. You can make good art with anything. You can make good art with uh, some bleach and a piece of fabric. You could make good art with a pencil and a piece of 
you know, crumpled up paper. It doesn't matter how you make your art. What matters is your creativity, you know? And if you can't create a, 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 a good looking machine that fits within, you know, the, the narrow parameters of an optimal design, then you're a terrible artist and you're an idiot. And most business people are stupid idiots because they think that, uh, they think that, you know, oh, form or the, the, you know, form and function are separate. It's like, no, they're the, they're the same, same things. And if you, if you sacrifice, if you sacrifice your, your function, then you're, I don't know, you're, you're, anyway, I think I've made my point, but my, my point is, let's go back, let's get out of, it's like Inception, let's get out of the first dream, let's go to the second, or the, the dream that was before this, um, Mac computers, they were designed by people who, you know, I, I think that they have a really flawed set of engineering principles, you know, like, oh, I can make a dainty little computer that can break when, when, or, or has like, you know, really faulty mechanisms or whatever. Um, or you could have robustness as an engineering principle, right? Um, and we were talking about just engineering principles. Most engineers don't think about this in this way. You know, they just design something like, oh, I'm just going to build something. And I don't know, there's nothing that I'm really kind of filtering it through, you know? It's like one, one big engineering principle that, that was, that was harped on in my undergrad was uh, user-centered user user design, you know? You shouldn't, desi- you shouldn't design something for what you want or what, uh, or what this person wants or that person wants or blah, 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 or whatever. You should design something for what a, a user wants. That's something that they, they really harped on. They're like, yeah, you know what? It doesn't matter what you want. You should, you should figure out what people want, and then that's what you should build. Um, anyway, but that, that's just, it's probably the only principle that was ever taught to me in undergrad. And there's probably like, you know, tons, dozens of other principles that need to be out there that I, I think a lot of engineers don't think of at all. They just make their stupid design. And I think, I mean, because of that, I mean, there's, there's probably some major environmental hazards going on because of our engineering that is just not being dealt with because our engineers are, you know, un, or, you know, oftentimes mindless drones who don't really think about things very hard in an abstract sense. They just think, oh, how do, I, how do I get the math done? You know, they don't think about, oh, <laughs> is what I'm doing right? You know, and, and I'd say that this is probably a huge flaw with our educational system because we're not, most people aren't taught this aren't aren't taught like this they're just you know they're just shoved through the meat grinder and then we're expected to come out you know being anyway um point being our engineers and designers number one they need to have better you know principles and better systems of of approaching design problems and one of them should be an anti-consumerist design principle where we build things we build things that that you know work in the long term rather than rather than the short term um yeah and i think that I think that this will probably happen in the future. I think 
people, I, I feel like some people will start creating products that are not consumerist and then people will probably, probably start buying the non-consumerist stuff. But the issue to that right now is that I feel like if you have a, an expensive product, it's still built by consumerists. And oftentimes, you know, an expensive product can be expensive, but it's also still designed to the same consumerist standards as other pieces of crap. And people don't trust anything, you know? I mean, they'd want to have a, a good pair of shoes that won't break on them, you know, that'll last them 20 years. But the the, the good pair of shoes or, or a bad pair of shoes and a good pair of shoes are built in the same factory using the same methods and blah, 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 and whatever. And they'll both break in the same amount of time. <clears throat> there really isn't a way for consumers to know, you know, what's good and what's not. But I feel like in the future, we'll, there's got to be some way to kind of do that and, and show that, you know, a product will be able to last forever or whatever. Um, but anyway, the other point going back is that our, our society shouldn't focus on, you know, how do we just make more things, make more product, have people buy more product? How do we get away from that, you know, paradigm? And how do we get into maybe, how do we make a product that will last 50 years, you know? How do we improve existing things? You know, maybe that's something. Um... You know, how do we, yeah, I mean, how do we get away from the, 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 well, I guess this is where we're kind of drifting away from, excuse me, where I wanted to go, but, you know, let's say we have people, you know, focusing on, or let's say we're not in the, you know, the slavery of, of consumerism anymore. I feel like we should, as, as, a, as a society, we should, we should, we should start spending a lot of our time on solving really big problems and, and, and pushing our, pushing the bounds into, into higher places. And, and th- I guess consumerism is one thing that is, uh, it's holding us back from that. Because everything, everything that we do is done to just get people to buy more of our things. When, well, yeah. Anyway, I think I've made my point. We're getting a little, going a little bit in circles. But I think maybe the next, next podcast or whatever, next show, I might talk about what are some things that we should be orienting ourselves towards instead of... Uh, Instead of, how would you say it? Mindless consumerism. What are some projects that, as an economy and as a society, we should put our minds to? Because there are, there are a bunch. And 
I think the, the, the economic minds of our generation should start thinking about how the hell we get our economies to start working on mega projects rather than uh, screwing around with just getting idiots to buy more pieces of plastic. That's my thesis. That's the point. That's the conclusion. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Share this with your friends, please. We, we got to talk more about this because I think this is, a, this is a really big problem and people aren't really think, thinking about, well, I haven't heard many people talk about this specifically in the way that the, I was kind of talking about it. So share it and let me know if you have any thoughts on this. All right. Peace out.